Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Come on in. This is your girl, Takiyah Williams with Truth Podcast. Right now, I'm just going to jump right in so we can share the last two sons of Jacob, which makes up the 12 tribes. So, the 11th son of Jacob is Joseph. Okay, so we're going to dive right into it. Technically, there is no tribe of Joseph. Instead, Joseph received a double blessing and his two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Each became his own tribe. The Bible does on occasion refer to a tribe of Joseph. However, in the context, the tribe of Joseph seems to be referring to either the tribe of Ephraim or Manasseh or to the house of Joseph which included Ephraim and Manasseh. When Jacob directed a prophecy towards each of his sons, he gave Joseph one of the longest. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine near a spring, whose branches climb over a wall with bitterness. Archers attacked him. They shot at him with hostility, but his bow remained steady. His strong arms stayed limber because of the hand of the mighty one of Jacob, because of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, because of your father's God who helps you, because of the almighty who blesses you with blessings of the heavens above, Blessings of the deep that lies below. Blessings of the breast and womb. Your father's blessings are greater than the blessings of the ancient mountains. Than the bounty of the age-old hills. Let all these rest on the head of Joseph. On the brow of the prince among his brothers. As with all Jacob's prophecies to his sons, the one to the tribe, the house of Joseph, contains lessons for all of us. Joseph, the prince among his brothers, was the second to the youngest of the twelve. Joseph's life, the history of his conflict with his brothers, his captivity, and the subsequent victory God brought about through his trials are well documented in Genesis chapter 37 through 51. Jacob begins his prophecy by comparing Joseph to a fruitful vine or a young tree. God had made him fruitful in the land of his afflictions. Joseph's two sons were branches of the vine running over the wall. Then Jacob's proceed to remind the other brothers of their ill treatment of J- Joseph. They are among the archers who attacked Joseph with bitterness and hostility along the Potiphar's wife, whose false accusation sent him to prison for two years. But through all these troubles, Joseph's strength is compared to a bow that remains steady. This is, his faith did not fail, but he stood his ground and emerged a conqueror. His arms remained strong and limber, a metaphor for his wisdom, courage, and patience. 
In short, Joseph maintained both his integrity and comfort in his comfort through all his trials, bearing all his burdens with an invincible resolution, and did not sink under the weight of them. The source of this strength was the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, who was always present to strengthen him. Joseph reminds us that all of our strength for resisting temptations and bearing up under afflictions come from God. His grace is sufficient and his strength is perfected in our weakness. From his afflictions and by the power of God, Joseph fed and supported God's people, the nation of Israel, as it existed at the time in Jacob and his family during the famine that devastated the land. Joseph could be as a type of Christ who was also shot at and hated, but who bore up under his sufferings and became the good shepherd and the rock and redeemer of his people. Joseph's sufferings also symbolize and foreshadow the church in general, as well as individual believers. The true church of Christ has always been prosecuted by Satan, beginning with the extensive prosecution of the first century under the Romans. But even in times of relative peace, for the church, the enemy still shoots his arrows against the saints, but God protects and strengthens us, will bring us safely home by his power. Jacob's ends the prophecy for the tribe of Joseph with a series of blessings. He prophesies blessings of the heavens above, the deep below, and the breast of uh, in the womb, all referring to the temporal blessings of fruitfulness and bounty that was the future for the tribe of Joseph. Years later, Moses gave the same promises of bountiful blessings to the tribe of Joseph. Reiterating that Joseph was a prince among his brothers, Jewish history tells us that the territory of the tribe of Joseph was one of the most valuable parts of the country and the house of Joseph became the most dominant group in the kingdom of Israel. Joseph reminds us that all blessings, both temporal and spiritual, come from God. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows may we all be as steadfast and strong as Joseph bearing under afflictions and reaping the reward of God's eternal blessing so that was really good so what we're going to do of course, what we always do is share who these tribes are so everyone can find 
who they belong to. So since Joseph um, goes to his son Ephraim and Manasseh, so we just going to tell who both these tribes are, okay? That's great because it's two for one. So Ephraim represents the Puerto Ricans and Manasseh represents the Cubans. So now we know who we are. So we can definitely act accordingly. And this is also our true history. So once again, we just want everyone to be aware of who they truly are. If you don't know, study all these things and you will find yourself. So thank you for tuning in with your girl, Takia Williams, from Truth Podcast.